Welcome to House Talk with Signature Home Inspection, where we interview experts from the real estate, home renovation, and home repair industries around Southern California to take a deeper dive into topics homeowners really need to know. Let's get started with your host, Scott Knudsen. Hi, very excited to welcome our special guest for this week's episode of House Talk, Corey Asafa of Real Estate Photo Company. Uh, welcome, how are you doing today? Very good, thank you for having me here. How are you, Scott? I'm good, I'm good. I'm enjoying the cloudy weather. It's nice to have this rain that we're having today. Or I don't think it's actually raining, but it's nice to have a cloudiness. So uh, I just got back yesterday from Jackson Hole where I woke up this morning, or yesterday morning at two degrees. So it's nice to be back to the 60 and 70 degree weather that we're having today. So Exactly. Yes. So first of all, what I wanted to start out with was, can you give our uh, listeners an introduction to your business? And then you maybe share a little bit about what you do and what sets you apart from others? Sure. My, As you mentioned, my name is Poria Safa. I'm a principal CEO of Real Estate Photo Company, which is a DBA under Safa Group, Inc. Uh, we've been in the market for almost eight years. We What we do is we give provide services to realtors and homeowners. We started mainly as a real estate photography. Then we had to add on additional services. The website is very simple. It's realestatephoto.com. We do real estate photography, drone. We're certified with FAA. We do virtual staging, videos, all kinds of basically whole nine yard, whatever realtors need to make their listing shine. Good, good. What areas do you cover? Are you uh, pretty much all five counties or do you have an area that you particularly cover? No, no, we cover all, all five counties. Basically, we have a huge territory in Southern California. We do Orange County, LA County, San Bernardino, Riverside, San Diego, and the surrounding area. We have a huge territory. How many people do you currently have that are going out doing the services? At the moment, I have four photographers, including myself. Based on traffic, if we have to have additional photographers, we'll bring additional photographers on board. But with the four people, we can pretty much handle it. we all on the road all time, take care of businesses every county around. Good, good. It's been crazy busy this year. So uh, Absolutely. hopefully it continues into um, this next year. I know that, uh, you know, we're in the real or the home inspection industry. And uh, when this pandemic hit, we didn't know what to expect. Then all of a sudden it just went crazy, crazy busy. And we're just like, wow, that came out of nowhere. So uh, I'm yeah. sure you guys are seeing the same thing. We went over a list of services that you provide. So I'm just going to kind of relist them based off of what I've seen on your website. So you do real estate photography, video. Uh, you mentioned that you do drone photography, virtual staging, 3D Matterport tours, uh, which I know those are pretty big right now. Property custom websites, flyer design, property YouTube links. So I'm just going to ask you a few things about those so you can start talking about those a little bit. Sure. Uh, first of all, uh, tell me a little bit about your real estate photography and video service. Well, real estate photography, as I mentioned, we started almost about eight years ago. The challenge when we start was convincing these realtors how benefit and good for this photos help them to sell the property. There was no competition. Nowadays, we do have a lot of competition, but as being seasoned and we're lucky enough to just capture photos of some major homes, such as property belonging to Kenny G and Kay Jackson, uh, we pretty have a good share of the market in a real estate photography. Sometimes the homes are basic homes. They just want to go with a basic photography package. Sometimes they want to go with like a room. Sometimes we, we do have access. We have done some like a lifestyle video of the listing so we're bringing models and some people actually living in the property to make a nice video to give a feeling of people who wants to move in how's that gonna turn out did you get to see uh, kenny g when you were there 
No, of course not. I, <laughs> I, saw, I saw agents. <laughs> yeah, it's funny. Yeah, we've done some properties for some actors and musicians. And, and when they get big enough, uh, they make you sign disclosures. So, you know, we can't even discuss it. I remember we were in doing a mold uh, inspection up in Malibu once. And I, I knew who it was. But before we even went in there, we had a disclosure that we had to sign that we weren't even allowed to even post photos. And I'm like, Okay, you know, we won't do any of that for social media, which honest, would be to be honest with you, they didn't even tell me the properties belong to Kenny G. Oh wow. And actually Penny Kenny G was at one point was the owner, then sold to Kate Jackson and so on. So I still didn't know anything about the property when I went in. I all I knew is a huge mansion in Benedict Canyon in LA. And then after we took the photos, I noticed there is a huge traffic coming to the website without advertising. Make me very curious where the traffic is coming from. Then we found out there is an article through Los Angeles Times, use our photos, wrote the article on the Los Angeles Times as a historical celebrity property. And then I found out that was a property belonged to Kenny G and Kate Jackson. Otherwise, I didn't know when we took the photos. Yeah, yeah. When we do, uh, when we do home inspections, uh, as soon as we get the property, we always type in the address so we can do a little bit of research on the property before we go out there. So we want to verify that the square footage is properly. We want to, you know, we kind of take a look at the photos to see what kind of condition it is. Um, but a lot of times, sometimes when we put in, I mean, when you get a home that's, 20,000 square feet and it's selling for $25 million when it pops up. A lot of times when you put that address in, it'll start popping up who the owner is. And then you're like, oh, wow, this is who it is. So this one home that we did in Malibu, I already knew who it was when before we went out there. Um, but when I got there, it was interesting. They had to sign that waiver. Didn't tell us who it was. And then at the very end, they ended up telling us who it was. So it was pretty right. interesting. All right. So we got over the real estate photography. Tell me a little bit about virtual staging. I know a little bit about it because I, you know, again, we, we, we do that type of research before we go out and do our home inspections. And I can, sometimes I can tell if it's been virtual state. Uh, so can you tell me a little bit about the virtual staging for the listeners here that might virtual, not know what yeah, that is? Yeah, of course. Virtual staging, there's a different way to do the virtual staging on a properties. If we look at it as a cost-wise, basically, if, if they want to, let's say on an average home, if the realtor wants to do the virtual staging, they're going to spend thousands of thousands of dollars for virtual staging. And most of them, they do that to take the photos and they're not going to keep it long if the property is still in the market for a long time. But on a virtual staging, basically, the, the, the cost is a fraction of the cost compared to actual staging. But the way that we do, there's so many on, on our website if people want to go and check it out. We try to make it very real and we getting a lot of good response on, on a virtual staging because... Let's say instead of a couple thousand dollars, three thousand dollars, they can wrap it up with a couple of hundred dollars, a few hundred dollars, and it looks really real. We do have different format of that if they want to go with like a full staging. So it's going to be a little bit hard, takes a little bit more longer because on a different angle of the camera, we have to stage it exactly the same furniture as we staged on a previous shot. Or with this, sometimes, sometimes people will say, you know what, let's just do the living room, dining room, and the master bed. Uh, we just based on their test. We just do the virtual staging and we're getting very good response on those virtual stages. We have a huge inventory through a software that we have huge furnitures, all 3D that we can turn them around, flip them the, the way that the layout of the, of the room or whatever the house is to just make it look as real as possible. 
Good, good. Yeah, I noticed um, one time there was a house that was next to mine that it went for sale and I was curious what it looked like. And I knew that the people hadn't lived there. And so when I pulled it up online, I'm like, well, it's, you know, it's, there's furniture there. They've staged it. And then I looked a little bit closer. I'm like, oh, that's virtual, you know, because yeah. I started I started clicking through the photos and there was only like you had mentioned they had only done the living room, a master bedroom and then one other room and then everything else was vacant. So there is a there is another benefit about the virtual staging. I want to mention that because I dealing with a lot, thousands of a lot of realtors I work with, when they do the listing on a, on a vacant home, sometimes they don't want to really spend money to do the actual staging. If they list a home as a vacant home, it happens, especially these days, it happens. Some crazy people out there, they know this home is vacant, is listed for rent or for sale. As look at the photos on a Zillow, Redfin, or any other website, they know there's no furniture, so they assume there's nobody in there. So th there is a lot of breaking. So yeah. that actual furniture, even though it's virtually staged, it really helped that problem to be not happen. Yeah, that makes sense. Especially, uh, I'm, I'm assuming it because I remember back when, you know, the market had uh, tanked back in, you know, 2008, we'd get out to the property and the AC units would be stolen. You know, we started getting to the homes where they were like locking down the AC units because so much stuff was getting stolen. So exactly. that makes that makes sense. So the next one is probably um, some information, uh, you know, 3D Matterport. Tell us about Matterport. I'm pretty familiar with Matterport. Um, I actually had a camera for a while, probably two or three years ago that we were trying to offer as a service when it first came out. But it did get to the point to where um, we just weren't just wasn't we weren't making as enough on it as we were doing full inspections and so I actually sold the camera but so I'm really familiar with it uh, to me it's just a no-brainer that every property should have a 3d Matterport on it even in today's market so if you can tell us a little about about your 3d Matterport, 3D, yeah 3d Matterport has been around I would say I think somewhere around five six years we didn't have it because before we move forward to add additional service, we try to get some sort of survey with the realtors that we work with. More than 80% of realtors that we're working with, ask them about the 3D. They say, nope, because it's very confusing, especially old school people have a hard time to click and move around the property. So we don't want it. And it's, it's pretty pricey to just get the whole setup to be ready to do the 3D man work. But right when the pandemic hit, everybody, wants to have a 3D because there is no open house, there is nothing. That's the best way to show the property to their potential buyers. So we end up spending money and investing on a, on a device. However, I remember when, when we tried to get the device to not lose some business, everything was back order. It took us a couple months to get our devices and get set up. It's not everybody fun of it, but it's a great tool because basically people can get the feeling of walking on their own pace, look left, right, up, down, wherever they want to go and click and move forward to the entire property. Yeah, the issue that we had was is that, um, I don't know how it is now, but the issue we had is that the realtors uh, or the sellers just didn't want to pay for it. Uh, and especially when it's been a seller's market, they didn't need to, to use that as a as a selling point to, to sell it because it was already selling without having to do the 3D Matterport. I'm assuming now that, it's, you know, it's there's... Not, it's, yeah, it's, it's not just only 3D Matterport. I always tell my friends and my crew that we work together, when the market is too down and low, we're going to get hurt because if the market is not moving, nobody spend money for marketing. Yeah. When the market is too hot, like we are today, they, they can capture some photos and sell the, sell the property very quickly, as you mentioned. So if, when the market is too hot, they're not going to spend additional 
cost to get the 3D or video or something like that. They're just going to yeah. get go with the basic package photos and they, they can sell the property with that as well. So, yeah. But it's good to have it as, as a part of services to not lose business. Yeah, but in this market right now, I'm sure it's, it's, it's critical because they're just limited. They're limited on how they can show their houses. There's no such thing as open houses. Um, I think I saw somebody on Facebook, a realtor post the other day, were saying that, uh, no, this isn't the line to be vaccinated. This is the line to be, to get into an open house. And there was a huge line, you know, just because of where the market is right now. So I just, you know, to me, you know, I see these things and I'm like, why doesn't have a Matterport? You know, and like I said, most of the homes that we're researching uh, before we go out to the property do the inspection, I'm noticing, you know, the walkthroughs on, on the There's listing. So, yeah. yeah, yeah. So uh, I always saw a benefit to it before. Uh, I just thought maybe it was early on in the technology. And I just think now it's going to become more standard. And we'll, there's probably going to be cheaper options that are going to be coming out. Um, I'm sure. So, yeah. Um, also, um, I'm a little bit familiar with this, uh, but I wanted to get a little bit more details for our average listener. We do get a lot of new uh, realtors that... Uh, um, you know, are not familiar with some of this stuff. So that's kind of why I'm asking you some of these questions. What is a custom property website? Custom property website, basically based on each property. Let's say the address is 123 Test Drive, Irvine, California. So we just go ahead and secure the domain with the property address, actual address, 123testdrive.com, for example. When we secure that domain, then we design a website, which we're going to usually keep it for 12 months. Or if they sell the property, we don't need to continue the hosting. But as a, as an initial, we just go based on 12 months. And when people type the property address.com, the first thing will pop up is a nice video. They have a gallery. They can go see exclusively photos of that property information, map information to the realtor contact page, basically directly connect potential buyers to the realtor, then realtor get basically kind of like a source of gener lead generation for, for the realtor with that website. If they want to spend money for marketing and advertising that domain, great, they can they can do that. But by itself, it's a good tool to have it for, for potential buyers. Yeah. 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 I mean, I, I've seen that where you, you know, I'm, cause like I said, I'm in the field. I'm driving around to houses, you know, typically we do two inspections a day. So we're at two different houses. And whenever I see that listing sign or the, the real estate sign and I see the property address at the bottom, you know, www. 1031 Elm Street, for example, that's you know, so if I'm interested, you know, I, I type that in and I can look at all the photos right there Absolutely. on that website site. So it's great. And I know a lot of the, you know, the higher end realtors, realtors up in uh, LA and Orange County will have that on there because they, they see the benefit and the value to it. So it's getting very popular. Everybody wants to have it, especially on, on, on a big properties and a major home. They all want to go with like a full package, including the website. Yeah. So with that, how often do you type in that address and the, the domain's already gone? Do you see that a lot nowadays? To be honest with you, it never happened. Yeah. We haven't had that experience because each, each property have their own address. And when they come to hit the market, if they want to get that website, we're just going to secure the address.com. If, if, Never had that problem, to be honest with you. Yeah, it was, you know, I'm always getting hit up on uh, different web addresses. Like, you know, somebody will send me an email saying uh, Los Angeles Home Inspector is uh, available for, you know, and then they tell me a price and it's like $6,000. I'm like, why? Why would I pay that to you? You know, it's like, I'm exactly. not going to pay that. So you've got these, uh, I don't know what they call them. Maybe they're squatters on domains where they, they, they buy them up and then they try to sell them for ridiculous amounts of money. It's pretty funny. That happened to my website as well, too. Yeah, I'm just like, I don't need it. You know, it's not, yeah. not needed. So, all right. So let me get into, uh, 
Let's see. Is there the next question is, are there any other services that you offer that you feel is beneficial to real estate agents? What we do is we do headshots for the realtors. That's not something that we do advertise because if we get like a family headshot, we're not going to do it. We don't, we're not there for that business. But as an additional service to the realtors to basically to keep them everything they need as far as the photography in house. So we offer them as well too for indoor or outdoor headshots for realtors. Yeah. And I can, you know, I'm not taking a dig at anybody, but sometimes I get these cards, business cards from realtors. Uh, or I, you know, a lot of times what we do is we have a database that whenever somebody places an order for a home inspection, we enter the information in and then, um, we want to try to get their photos so we can co-brand them whenever the report goes out. So it goes out, it'll say, this is your real estate agent. And then there's a, you know, their, their image on there, their photo. Um, a lot of times we get that from their website or it can pull up on their Google email that they send us. Sometimes we get out to the property and I'm like, that does not look like anybody. You know, your they're photo is 25 years old. <laughs> it's like 25 years old. I'm like, so, you know, if you haven't had your headshot updated, I mean, how often they, should they have them updated, do you think? Honestly, I would say between three to five years tough, they should, they should update it. Yeah. yeah. Is there any way? I mean, aging. You see these um, these filters on Facebook now or on Instagram. Do you ever have agents that will say, "Hey, is there any way you can like uh, filter my face just a little bit All to the time. make me look younger?" <laughs> <laughs> That's funny because I know sometimes I'll see agents on Facebook will post uh, four or five different shots that they've had taken, and they want to know which ones are you know people like. And so, right. uh, I need to have that done on our company uh, one of these days. So we need to get our uh, our home inspectors uh, headshots updated. We've never really done the professional ones just because it's so hard to get everybody because, you know, we're out at different houses. I'm sure like your uh, photographers are. It's just very rare that we're all in the same place at the same time. So one of these days, I just need to set an appointment and have everybody come in and do headshots or Sounds even e even try to find maybe a house that because uh, we'd love to have photos taken, you know, update our website where we're in the process of actually doing inspections, you know, for marketing purposes. And some so some photos so. in action. Yeah, those, those yeah. are great photos for the, for the website. Yeah. So, cause I know some companies will have that, but I'm thinking that's, that guy's not an inspector. He's like a, a professional model, you know, <laughs> with, you know, with their stuff. So, um, yeah. I won't name who the company is, but I, I know that, uh, the guy that they have on the website, I'm, that. like, that's, <laughs> I'm <laughs> like, that's not the home inspector. What? So this is something that we try to do as home inspectors kind of, we, we try to give our, um, buyers or the realtor or the sellers a heads up of what we expect while we go to the property or what advice we can give them. So in your industry, what advice would you give realtor or homeowners prior to your arrival to their home? Depends on the property. We, we do give like some checklist and a checklist to the realtors. Sometimes, most of the time, the realtors are experienced enough to do the preparation for photography. But when we go to the property or when I go to the property, if I notice anything, I'll bring it up. I usually in advance, I'll make sure, make sure all your lights are working, less stuff you have on the counter, better the results going to be just some basic information. And if I want to just go nail it to the bottom of exactly what, what's the best way, they're going to get confused, but I'll send them some few tips of to do this, clean up and not have the stuff on the counter. But when we go still on account and a property, if there is anything noticeable that is not going to be a good result on the photos, basically to cut the headache of photoshopping it, we advise them to just move something or do some changes to make the better result on the photos. Yeah, that's good advice. Uh, we had an instance this morning where we did an inspection on 
I believe it was Saturday and we had the, um, the seller contact us. I guess that once they got the report, there was a photo because we take photos of every single room, whether it's messy or not. And we, you know, we don't know if there's any, you know, we just, we, we try not to get people in it, uh, but we take a photo of it uh, because we're trying to document the shape of the house. Uh, we're documenting how much storage is in there because if there's stuff that we can't access, we want to be able to prove that, you know, all this stuff was there. We didn't have access to it. Well, right. we had a request this morning where we took a, a picture of um, a walk-in closet and apparently there was some legal documents on this oh. table that we didn't know you know we're not looking at that kind of stuff but he was concerned that he didn't want those documents you know because once the report goes online then anybody that has access to it can see those you couldn't see it from the photo but I guess if somebody really wanted to zoom in they could take a look at that so they just sent us an email I pulled the photo up I did a quick blur on it and then right. put it back in the report and um, you know so that's that's good advice to where, you know, if they're taking photos, you know, they probably want to take down, you know, photos of themselves or obviously if you All go into photo, photo families, personal belongings, they don't want to basically it's not part of the home. So all the family, kids, photos, documents, if they, I, 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 sometimes like they have to have a home office, I advise them to just shut down the, the monitor, whatever is on my, I don't care. I don't look, but I'll make sure the monitor is up to just not take any chances. Yeah. Have you ever gone into a bedroom where there's like a big portrait of, uh, the wife and she's, you know, in just almost, uh, you know, almost naked. Yeah. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's like sometimes I go into houses and I'm like, I see this stuff and I'm like, they couldn't put that away. You know, it's like, you know, they, exactly. they, they didn't know I was coming today, but not everybody's thinking about that. Stuff, it's it's so. funny because the, the experience I had, I saw that big picture on top of the bed and I was kind of shocked and the guy was pretty cool about it. I say, hey, don't act like you never seen that before. That's my wife. I say, ah, yeah. I know, but you need to move it. Yeah. So, But if they don't move it, do you have a way you can blur it out somehow? Of I'm course. Yeah, of course. Yeah, good. Absolutely. Yeah. Good. That's good because like I said, we send out recommendations. They don't always listen to them like we're supposed to. Like for example, uh, when we get out there, you know, make sure you put your pets away uh, or lock them up, you know, because we, you know, I don't, even though this is what's funny too, is we get that a lot of times where they say, we'll get there and there'll be a sign saying, make sure you close the door or the cat will get out. Well, I might be the one that closes the door, but I can't control who's coming in after me that might not close the door. And then all exactly. of a sudden the cat gets out. So, you know, we usually let them know that, you know, if you can take this, pets with you or put them in a cage don't just let them run around um, absolutely and, and and you know moving this stuff like for example there's sometimes where we get into a garage and there's just so much and i don't think you guys take that much many photos of garages typically right no unless they have something special like a man cave or something they built where it's immaculate the garage. yeah exactly yeah. otherwise 99 percent no yeah, yeah, because I've noticed that, that uh, whenever I see the photos, there's not a picture of the garage. And then when I do see them, I'm like, why did they put that photo in there? Because <laughs> yeah, exactly. sometimes they do. So, uh, How did you get into real estate photography? It's a long story, but the reason why I got to the real estate photography, photography was always as a hobby for me, as a hobby, not making money off of it for a long time, as I long as I remember. And um, I had a mortgage company back in 2000, 2004. When the market started going down, of course, I got my real estate license and I was acting as a realtor up to 2008, 2009, but the market was not doing good. And we had a very casual conversation with a friend of mine, which we both in the same, same situation. He was coming from mortgage, I was coming from mortgage, and everything was down in 2008, 2009. And he started the staging company and I started we talk about it. He said, why don't you get into the real estate 
photography. I like I didn't know to be honest with you such a such a niche exists. So I look into it and I start as a part time in 2013, but I saw the demand is coming in, so I just basically shut down everything else I had and I put all my eggs in my one basket. As they advised not to, but I did. I I told my wife I'm gonna gamble because. I think there is a future with the real estate photography. And shortly after, I got booked every day. Then I had to hire somebody, then the second person, third person, and here we are today. Yeah, it's interesting how um, downturns in the market, you know, even the economy, not even just real estate, but how new industries form or new businesses form exactly. when it's down because people are forced out of their comfort zone. And, you know, I don't want to say it's out of necessity, but they've got to make a living. And so a lot of times there's new businesses, there's new yeah, companies. To be honest with you, I, 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 never, I never could imagine becoming a real estate photographer. As I said, the photography, that's my really hobby. I enjoy taking photos for a long time, but never thought I'd use it as a professional business to basically make the bread and butter for my family. But it is now, and I'm very happy with my decision. Yeah. It's like Zoom. Who would ever have thought Zoom was going to be where it is today? Exactly. You know, it's like everything had to switch over. You know, we we, we teach a lot of classes for uh, Orange County uh, realtors. And, um, you know, we used to go in and do them in person. Now it's like, you know, when this all hit, they're like, hey, can you teach some classes on Zoom? I'm like, sure. I've been, you know, we were using Zoom for probably a year before this all be, all got popular because, um, we were just using it because, like I said, we have a, a, an office, but um, we're, you know, not everybody always comes in unless they get they need to get supplies or something. So we were just having, you know, weekly meetings on Zoom. And then there's some other associations that, you know, we can do our meetings for. So, you know, once we did that now, uh, we're teaching these classes and we're getting other associations from L.A., from Cerritos, from, you know, Inland Empire saying, hey, can you teach that class for us? You know, I'm like, sure, it's a class I already teach. You know, you nice. guys set it up. Just let me know. So we're able to reach a lot broader audience and not have to travel out to do them. You know, we can just do them online. And I'm, I even think some of the companies now are starting to record them to where they can just have it online. And, you know, whenever their agents want to take the, 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 the class, they can just watch it. They don't have to even have it live anymore. So, right. Okay. So we got into that. Uh, so if you weren't doing real estate, what would you be doing? Like, I know you were doing real estate before. Is there something that you always wanted to do for work that you're, you know, that, you, that you're not doing right now? Well, my, my dream was, since I was a child, my dream was to become a pilot. Never happened. <laughs> that was, that was my, my dream. I, I don't know what would I do at this point if the market wouldn't crash in 2008, 2009. To be honest with you, probably still in the mortgage or real estate transactions. But. Who knows? There's things that um, we cannot really predict what's what's the next step, what action we need to take. Have you ever thought about, you know, as being a hobby and just taking pilot classes and just, you know, maybe doing it on the side? In fact, I did. Did you? I not not not. I, I didn't end up getting my uh, private license, but uh, yeah, I took some some pilot classes and I end up going parachuting, jumping out of airplane. I've jumped about 147 times out of airplane. That really feels good. It's an amazing experience. I highly advise. I don't advise it as a, as a professional thing, but I think everybody must jump at least once in their lifetime. It's a great experience. Yeah, it's amazing how you uh, you know things and you know how how you end up where you're at. You know, when I was uh, in school, I wanted to be an architect. I, I liked everything about houses. I love design, but when I got into school, I'm like, I don't like the math. 
involved in this. You know, I'm not, yeah. I don't want to say I'm not good at it. It's just, uh, it, to me, math is boring. And, but I always wanted to be in the, you know, in, into like what I'm doing right now. I never wanted to be a realtor. I don't think I have the patience for that, but <laughs> here I am. I'm in a home and I'm a home inspector, have a home inspection company and I'm in different houses all day long. And, you know, I'm, you know, and I'm it's seeing related. everything. Yeah, it's related, you know, so I'm not a home. And believe it or not, we get people that apply to do, to be home inspectors that are architects. And I'm like, you know, you know, I, I knew then that architects, they make good money, but, uh, if you really want to make a lot of good money, you got to design the big buildings. You got to sell your drawings exactly. and your plans. And there's a lot of them that unless they're doing that, I don't know if they're making that good of money. So you get a lot of them that will come over and say, Hey, I want to be a home inspector. What is your typical day like in your business? I'm assuming you're doing all kinds of things. Uh, so from the time that you wake up till the end of the day, what's, what's, what are you doing on a typical day? Well, on a, on a work day, usually, hopefully, we're, we're doing a lot of driving from this property to the next property. For me, myself, another hand of driving going to these properties, I'm going to be connected to my office to make sure the person I have in the office getting on a timely matter edits to get, wrap up the photos, get them ready, because we promise every job we take, we promise 24 hours or less guarantee. And luckily in the past eight years, we never missed not even one appointment. So we always have 24 hours guarantee. So sometimes based on the workload, it gets very stressful and hectic, but end of the day, it pays off and, and it's, it's fun. I, I really enjoy what I do and it doesn't matter. We, we had days we, we have done like a 20, 20, I think the, the, the highest we had like 22 properties in one day and we had to wrap them up all and send them less than 24 hours. It's fun. It's, it's I really enjoy it. Basically, they say, do whatever you enjoy. I think I'm there right now. I really enjoy what I'm doing. Good, good. Do you, now, so you've got, like, I think you said four or five guys. Do they Are they able to do all that remotely from their home when they're uploading photos and editing them? Or do yes. you have a certain place that's okay? No, they, in fact, because of, because especially because of timely matter turnaround, we, we do require, if they go to the property, take the photos, if there is time, if they have another appointment, they do have enough spare time, or even though if it's finished, whatever, they go find a Wi-Fi, just upload all the photos through their camera, to their computers, then we can have access through Google Drive, we download it in the office, we do the edits, wrap it up. Before before the photographer come back to the office, the result is in Realtor's hand. Good. And then as far as billing goes, is it billed at close of escrow, or do you guys bill up front? How, does, how do you guys handle that? No, we either it's up front, prior to booking the appointments or at the property when we take okay good yeah we don't get that request anymore i remember when we first started the business there was a lot of hey do you can you pay it closed and uh we just had we get that a lot actually a a lot of realtors say hey let's do it at the close but the, the point is the cost of photography is not a major cost that we should wait till end of the escrow to get paid that's one hand but another hand is a lot of happens so like a seller change their mind or something falls apart in escrow it will be a lot of money for a realtor but for us to get in in the middle of that mess we're rather to not deal with anything so we get advanced or at the property pay yeah good yeah we uh we we deal up front as well so it's uh we've got a system in place to where uh, they can pay online before we yeah. get there they can pay uh you know on site um we you know our system actually once we send out the inst- Inspection. If they haven't paid yet, it'll request that they pay it before they have access to the report. So, exactly. Yeah, we just had too many. We had too many issues because uh, sometimes we would have issues where you know the 
the escrow officer didn't get the invoice and everything closes and then we're like, hey, we didn't get paid. You know, it's no, just you're too, on after too, money. Yeah. too too much too much problem. I, you, not, you have to have I, a full team to go after the money. Yeah, so it's like I'm not a, I'm not a bill collector. I don't have time for that. So exactly. you know, paying up front. My other my other view is that you know if if you've got to, why would you want to finance for thirty years? You know, a five hundred dollar home inspection. It just doesn't make sense to me. Just no. get, you know, just paid up front. Um, all right. So, um, another question, what do you wish you had known when you first started out? When I first started out, well, we learned a lot of things along the way. I wish I knew all of them at the beginning, but, um, you know, we learn as we go. Honestly, we keep adding, expanding our territory. We're adding additional services and I wish I knew them all at the beginning, but yeah, it's, it's not hurting. We'll learn as we go. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And I'm sure there's going to be new, you know, services that you're going to be adding on. And that's kind of where I get to my next one is, is that, is there any new technology that's coming out that you're excited about that you see is, uh, that's, that's going to be, that's going to change how you are doing things or how real estate agents are going to be able to promote their products? Not, not that I know of, but, uh, the, the only thing that I'm, I'm very excited about it and is part of my passion. I mentioned, I, I, I my dream was to become a pilot, but drone, I, I love, I love the drone. I'm really fascinated about all the technologies coming in. And to be honest with you, I was one of the first people in California who got licensed by FAA. Mm -hmm. I got through it involved in one very interesting transaction that, um, that helped me out before licensing was required. FAA had an exemption 333 and somebody had to sponsor other to just get that exemption to be able to fly a drone legally. There are a lot of people out there. They don't have their license, but it's going to be a problem for them. And, and I was one of the first one who got legally licensed with FAA. And I went through all kinds of different devices from eight, nine hundred bucks all the way to ten, twelve thousand dollar drones. And I really enjoy watching the news with the next, next step of technology, what type of drone special DJI is leading the market in that matter. Well, yeah, you can even see in movies, you know, when you're watching a movie, you're like, that was shot by a drone. You know, you see these James Bond movies and you're seeing these different camera angles. You're like, oh, that's a drone, you know, that's filming that, you know, angle. Exactly. So, you know, we, there's a lot of uh, inspectors out there that are doing drones as well for inspecting roofs. You know, I suspect that most don't have the FAA certification. Whether, you know, how, how, how accurate it is. I mean, cause you can only get so close. I mean, there's nothing that substitutes for walking a roof. Uh, but if you can't get on the roof, for example, if it's a HOA where they won't allow you to walk on the roof, whether it be tile or it be too steep or too high, drone definitely is uh, up there with the technology that we would use as Absolutely. well. Absolutely. What happens when you get into a, a house that's too close to the airport? And your client wants a drone. Well, <laughs> it's <laughs> difficult, it's difficult to, to, to do. I mean, it's almost impossible to do. No, yeah. it's impossible. If, if, if the distance is less than five miles, it's impossible. Yeah. There, nobody can fly a drone. Technically, the, the way, in fact, they, they put it, plug in all the system in their end is not really trusting on people and consumer out in the, in the market. They have a technology. Let's say if you have a drone, you go less than five miles close to the airport, your engine won't even turn on. The message pop on your screen that you're in a restricted area because of your blah, 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 blah by the airport. You cannot even turn on the engines. But as an FAA license, sometimes we can request the authorization to fly. That's different. It's not worth it for small properties, but in some properties we have done that. There is prohibited area and restricted area. Some, sometimes 
we go to the area that the drone won't turn on, but it gives us the message on, on a screen. Hey, you, it's not a restricted area, but it's a, if you want to fly, you need to contact FAA for authorization. Now they have a system. I'm really happy about that because the system, I don't need to talk to anybody or do anything very special about it through the app. We just send a request of authorization of flight. We just say, this is the location and what we're going to do. It takes about a few minutes. The message will come back and say, hey, you're authorized to fly. Then drone goes up. And it's wow, that's that's pretty fast. I was thinking how long it would take, you know, a couple of days because you know how government, no. can, government can be slow sometimes. So yeah, yeah exactly. Now, now there's a system. If, if we want to go right by the airport and jump, it's not authorization. That's going to take a long time. And yeah, you have to send a letter, why you want to fly, what the, who's the person who's flying a drone, all kinds of requirements. But on a, on a restricted area, there's, there is a way in less than five minutes we can get the authorization to fly. Yeah, I'm assuming because I know that, you know, you go down to John Wayne Airport and, you know, when they're taking off, they're going over those multi-million dollar homes. And those exactly. are probably homes that are, that you know, want the drones. So you're probably, mm -hmm. you know, have to you know, request that because I know that there was one time where I think my flight was supposed to leave at 645 and we're sitting on the runway and I'm like, you know, how come we're sitting here? Why, why aren't we taking off? Uh, the pilot gets on and says, you know, we cannot, you know, I guess there's some, the airport has a, an agreement with the city of Newport Beach that you know they can't start taking off until 7 a.m. because of the sound That's right. ordinances. And so we were sitting on the, the runway until 7 o'clock. As soon as it hit 7 o'clock, we took off. Yeah, and, I, actually, what yeah. you said is, is one of the conditions at Jumman Airport is still there because they, they were trying to just move the airport to a different location, but they got to the agreements so at certain hours they can fly. Yeah, and they have to follow that rule. Yeah, yeah, that's interesting. So to do with the with uh, the pandemic that we've got in, or uh, let, let's get to that one next. So another thing is, tell us something interesting about yourself that most people don't know. I'm bald. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, I don't know. I that's don't know. That's a tough, that's a tough one. That, that, there, that's a tough question. <laughs> is there anything that uh, like your hobbies? Or is there something that you have a a hobby that does that people don't know about? Something that you'd like to do without that nobody likes to do. No. Like, for example, me, a lot of people see me. I travel a lot. I, I've traveled, you know, you'd be surprised on places that I've gone and people look at me and say, really? You know, you, you travel and, um, you know, so something like that. So, um, well, let's change the question up. Is there a, a book that you, uh, uh, recently read that you can, uh, uh, recommend to anybody? In fact, yeah. In fact, yeah, there is a book actually I read. I really fascinated about this book. Somebody bought it for me as a gift. And I'm going to tell you the name. It's a power of the power of your subconscious mind, right? By Joseph Murphy. And it's, it's a fascinating, great book. If, if I, I really enjoy reading this. Book. Good, good. Because I'm always my the first thing I started to do at the beginning of the year. I don't have a lot of time to sit down and read. And so I do the audible. And uh, my goal yep. this year was to make sure I'm doing one book a month. And, uh, I, you know, I subscribed to Audible last year and I think I've got like eight credits that I haven't used. And so I'm always looking for new books and I'm, you know, I, that's my goal is to get, you know, because all the driving that we do, I want to do one book a month and have 12 done, at least 12 by the end of the year. And I think oh, my question, goal. yeah, I think, you know, and it's not something that's hard because I mean, there's a lot of, uh, 
there's a lot of uh, media that you can consume. I mean, I've got, you know, I've got satellite radio. I always listen to Howard Stern in the morning. I just, I just laugh. It's just always something that makes me happy in the morning. There's podcasts that I listen to. There's audio. And so I'm like, how do I fit all this information in? It's like, as soon as I wake up in the morning, you know, to make my bed, I've got a podcast on because I'm just, you know, it's the only time I can get them in that I want to listen to. So I think my question is going to re- be revised for the next guest is, is what podcast? Because they're becoming so popular. Um, yeah. I was listening to, I was listening to one this morning and one of my inspectors was here at the office picking up some stuff. He goes, which podcast is that? And it was actually one through NPR that um, I used to love to listen to. But back in the day, you'd have to listen to the whole show of NPR all day long <laughs> to get to that section. Now it's just, just like you can download that you know section of the, the program and just listen to, like, for example, I listened to Market Talk um, right. on, on NPR. You know, it, it kind of, it doesn't release until I think about four o'clock our time, but it gives me the highlights of what happened in the market for that day. The big things, like for example, recently the GameStop, and I'm like, you know, I, I just don't have time to catch up on it, even on social media. So I can listen to it on a podcast. So, so what quarantine hobby did you attempt to start but already given up on? I already given up. Not that I give up on it, but I spent <laughs> a lot of time with my four years old son. Okay, uh, we 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 had a, we had we we built a very good bonding, and we we. We did a lot of things together. That that was the biggest things I did, and I'm very happy I did that. And yeah, that's funny. now now just things are getting back to normal. Unfortunately, is not enough time to just continue as I did spend time. Yeah, my mine was going to be I was going to learn a second language, and I probably went at it for about a a, a month, and then I just. You know, got out of the habit again. So give it up. Yeah, I'm still going to learn a second language. Uh, I just, you just got to find time to do it. I always, so. I always love to, love to speak in French, but never had a chance to. Yeah. Know a little bit, but not not. Yeah, I'm going to do Spanish. I think. I think that's the one I want to learn because I, I eventually one day I want to have a place in Spain. That's my goal is to have a, a second home in Spain. So I, you know, it's probably might be one of the easier ones for us uh, that our native English uh, speakers to to learn. So yeah, um, I I think I even think I think I saw the other day where you go on to Fiverr and they've got um, on there where you can actually take Zoom classes. Uh, to learn second languages. So you have like a live teacher, just like we're talking here. Wow. So yeah, it's, it's, it's going to be interesting how to do this. How, uh, so are, are you guys booked out a couple of days? How soon can you guys usually get out to a property? Well, it, it depends. Sometimes I, I usually, when the customers call, realtors call, I tell them, you know what, it's the first come, first serve. So sooner we know to block the time for them, it's better. But sometimes we get the call for, for a same day service. Sometimes we're able to do it. Sometimes you have to push it to the next day or next day or two, depending to the other schedules. But we rather to keep some stuff in advance. Otherwise, the realtors, they usually, when they reach out to us, they want to get the photos yesterday, not tomorrow. Yeah. They're in, in, in big time rush. So we, we try to accomplish their needs and keep them as a loyal customer. Yeah. Everything is like now. Every, that's, uh, I don't know what that is. Not now. Yesterday. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they they want it now. They want it as soon as possible. It's kind of like sometimes people will send us a, an email, and if you don't respond to it within you know seconds, they're they're upset. I was like, well, if you need it right away, text me or you know exactly. call you know because I'm not checking my emails all day long. And uh, you know, and that's the same with home inspections. You know, it got to the point where if we don't have the report out, you know, it used to be you know you could get it out in a couple of days. I I see home inspectors online that you know on these groups that I'm in that say yeah, I get my report out in 48 hours. 
hours. And I'm like, I would be out of business if we did 48 hour turnaround time. 24 hours is, is, is too slow. They want it same day and, and we can do it day. same day. But, you know, you know, I let them know we'll have it out later today. Barring any technical issues, because sometimes our systems might go down because, you know, we, you know, probably like you, we hire, you know, we, we, we pay for software and the software is not going to be up 100% of the time. Software so there is are some internet is not connected. Yeah. yeah. A lot of things can happen. We get stuck in traffic. Yeah. A yeah, lot of so we let them know about that. So with the last question that I have, so we just wanted to go ahead and wrap this up before we get off. So where can our listeners connect with you online? I don't know. Before I answer that, so let me ask you this. So can some, because I want to ask you one more question. Can they order on your website and you have prices on there? Like how does like, how? Do, what's the process if somebody wanted to order online? Because for example, our business is we get a lot of times people will call us and they ask us all these questions and uh, the pricing. And it's just, to me, it's like old school. It's like we have ways that you can order online. You, you have live access to our schedule. You know, if you go online, that is the most accurate schedule that we currently have because I get sometimes people will send me an email and say, you know, uh, how much... Uh, and what are your openings? And I'm like, well, I, my response is as of this email, we have this, this, and this. And a lot exactly. of times, and a lot of times by the time they get back to me, those times are gone. And so I usually tell people if they can go online because you'll be able to see our openings. You'll be able to see the inspector that you want and it'll give you a price and you can do it all online. So is your website set up where you can do that? Well, not, not as far as the scheduling. But people can go booked online. But the okay. way that they can book online, we have a couple different promotions based on general score footage of the house. They can just go and book online. Beside of that, depending to sometimes I have two photographers, sometimes I have one, sometimes you're full, full, all of us are, are available. We, we accomplish for anything comes in. So I rather to talk to people, especially these days now, we have a lot of competition out there. I rather to talk to someone to see what is their need, what is their budget. We always can work out around their schedule and their budget to just provide something affordable to what they're looking. So I'd rather to talk to them and book that appointment. Who, who typically pays for the photos? Do the, the realtors pay for it or the sellers pay for it? Usually realtors pay. Realtors pay. They, they do have agreement with, uh, with their customer, with their sellers. Sometimes they get reimbursed at the end or sometimes is part of their expenses for marketing. Part selling of the listing. The, yeah, they, they're making a big commission. Yeah. Yeah. Good. Good. I always wondered on that. Uh, where can our listeners connect with you online? So if you want to plug your phone number, your website, uh, your social media, where they can find you, would be a good well, time to the do best, The best way, yeah, the best way is very simple. They can go to the website. It's www.realestatephoto.com. Okay. And then you're on social media as well? I am on, on Instagram, Twitter, LinkedIn, all the links to the, to the Instagram, LinkedIn, um, all the platform. There is a link through the realestatephoto.com. They can connect to us. We have a YouTube over, I believe somewhere around 1100 videos on a YouTube channel. They can connect to the YouTube as well too, to see. Well, they the can phone. look at your samples, you know, sample videos. Okay. Good. Absolutely. Cause I know that when, uh, whenever I'm looking for a service, I'm always looking at reviews. I want to look at, you know, the photos. I want to look at, you know, I want, I want to look at different things, you know, before Absolutely. I decide them. So luckily we do have a five star review through Google, through Yelp, and we're active on Instagram, all the platforms that they, they can connect through our website to every single one. And then is there a phone number that they can call if they have questions? Absolutely. It's 866-606-6262. And then email address. Email address is realestatephotoco at gmail.com. 
All right. Well, good. So, um, yeah, thank you for coming on. We'll go ahead and end this today. Uh, is there anything else that you have uh, you wanted to say before we get off? No, just thank you for having me. Good luck, and uh, I'm sure we'll see you soon. Yep, thank you. All right, appreciate it. Have a good day. All right, you too. Bye. For more information on how Signature Home Inspection can provide you with the right information about your home before buying or selling, contact us at SignatureMore.com. 